Welcome back to Forbidden Knowledge News. I'm your host, Chris Matthew. Tonight, my guest is Cyrus Parsa. Before I bring him on, I have to thank C60 Purple Power, the amazing super antioxidant that I use every day. And I feel better than I've felt in years. I have more energy. I've lost over 30 pounds and even my memory is better. C60 completely changed my health. I feel great, and you should too. Check out all the benefits for yourself. Just click the link in the description or visit c60purplepower.com and use coupon code KNOWLEDGE10. You get 10% off your order, plus free shipping. Also, please subscribe to Forbidden Knowledge News on lbry.com. It is now our official backup channel. Uh, you can always find us on all your popular podcast platforms as well. That's another great way to support us in case YouTube just decides to pull the plug on us one day. And finally, thanks to everyone who has made donations. It's because of you that we are able to keep bringing you these amazing guests and information. Uh, we still have a lot to do. We're working on our new studio, as you can see behind me here. Um, we're also going to be eventually bringing on great, amazing content creators, as well as Forbidden Knowledge NewsCon 2021, all upcoming exciting stuff in the future. Um, as long as we don't get assimilated into the next few months into the Borg or something, uh, who knows what could happen. But uh, tonight, I want to welcome Cyrus A. Parsa. He is the founder and CEO of the AI organization, where he is also the director of creative analysis and defensive innovations. He has researched and investigated more than a thousand AI robotics, 5G, cybernetic, and big tech companies. He warned of the coronavirus, China, and every major technological and geopolitical aspects transpiring in the pandemic lockdown with the publication of AI, Trump, China, and the weaponization of robotics with 5G and artificial intelligence, dangers to humanity. His mission is to help safeguard humanity first and prevent disasters to the world's people from China, big tech, and the misuse of AI and biotechnology. He wishes for the world to end its negative path, increase their virtues, as well as the future well-being of every person in the world through free will, respect, and awakening. Cyrus, welcome. How are you doing tonight? I'm doing quite well, uh, Chris. Um, hope you're doing well, and hello to the audience. Well, thanks so much for joining us. I've been looking forward to speaking with you. I've heard a few of your interviews um, and presentations and the interviews, uh, the information that you've presented is very compelling. Um, I believe that we are at one of the most critical times in our modern history um, in the midst of definitely the largest big tech takeover um, under the guise of this pandemic. And I understand you actually tried to warn the Trump administration about this, uh, filed lawsuits. Uh, before we get into any of the things that you've done, I'd like to know a little bit more about uh, your background and, you know, what brought you to the path you're currently on right now? Well, it's very long, but to shorten it up, um, you know, I was born in Iran, a born Muslim. Um, I experienced uh, persecution, you know, the tyranny and censorship you you, you're seeing today, but on, on steroids. Uh, I lived in uh, China with fighting monks, and well, it was a combination of, of fighting Wudan monks and um, internal meditative alchemy arts. You can put it that way. And uh, I've lived in the East Coast, Midwest, and West Coast, and I have a BS and a Master's in Homeland Security. And uh, I've always been interested in sort of a defending the weak and innocent or good versus evil. and I started investing in a lot of tech companies because I, I foresaw that in the future, the technology would be the tool that would be used for 
selfish people. And there's a lot of selfish people in this world. I mean, pick a number. And when when selfish people get into power, uh, then whether they're Republican or Democrat, liberal, conservative, they're both selfish in any regard they can be. When they get in power, they censor, they steal, they um, become a dictatorship. And when you have artificial intelligence come in and, and you build an infrastructure of 5G towers, 6G towers, and then robots come in and machines come in, there's no more of like what you've had the past two, 3,000 years of record history where is, you know, you're always fighting for freedom and this guy's bad, that guy's bad, and there's always a bad guy. And in this way, it, it not only gives the power to a few individuals or corporations, but at some point it, it, it can become the power of AI, meaning that the people who are controlling the world think they're controlling it, but they're not. It's artificial intelligence that's doing it. That's why I published this book, Artificial Intelligence, Dangerous to Humanity. In my opinion, for the next thousand years, whatever you talk about AI is coded into here. I have 50 companies in here, but I've coded so much language in here that some sentences uh, could, could be thousands of pages because I, what I did was sequence them um, in order by using algorithms. And I, I wrote this book in a very special way. So at the beginning, it's kind of like, okay, he's talking about the general synopsis. Then here's the company, here's a threat. Then it's some articles. Then he gets some, some fancy wording. So the danger is is very huge. And today's ethics and virtues or morality of the people in general has not caught up with the technology. And this isn't something that I'm just saying. It's been said throughout human history. Even Einstein, who I don't think was very bright, he, he said that, you know, when technology goes past people's ethics, then the people are in danger. Well, today, the world's people are in danger. They really are. And that was my synopsis when I first came out with the first book. I said, China and big tech threaten all the world's citizens. But uh, MBTs, microbiotic terrorism, which spawned this pandemic, which is an invisible particles you can't see. It could become a virus, it could become poison, it could become anything can affect people um, in multiple different ways, whether it's you believe it's a deadly virus or you, you don't believe it, or you believe somewhere in the middle. The effect of it is what you see today or even worse. Um, it could have been a lot worse. And yes, I gave a lot of, um, you know, this book went to President Trump and his team. So they got to know about the Great Reset before the, it was even talked about. They got to know about things that are coming. But unfortunately, they were so busy getting bogged down and hunted by by politicians like Pelosi, Obama, Biden, and, the, and their crew, that they couldn't focus on these things. And how many people are going to believe that someone like me writes something and says an invisible weapon is going to come and it's going to hit President Trump and his family and the, and people around in the White House, and it's going to penetrate them from person to person, and it's invisible, and that's a poison, and it's going to affect the world. It's, you know, it's like... How do you predict something like that? It wasn't a prediction. I said it was going to happen and it happened that way to different degrees. But a lot of things were uh, resolved within this process in the past. The lawsuits I put out, the information that I put out affected the entire planet. I mean, not, not one country or a major city in the world that didn't get, the lawsuit didn't get to or my information didn't get to. Um, that being said, the major issue that exists today is... Uh, I would say the infighting uh, uh, on the side of conservatives and liberals on both sides is the same traits that human beings have uh, out of the envy or jealousy or different things or ignorance. 
they make mistakes. And that's where we are today, even this election. Um, you know, we weren't, we wouldn't be where we are today if there wasn't issues on both sides. So I, I don't just look at it as a tech issue or as a political issue. It's also a human issue. And hu human beings have become really, really corrupt from what I see um, on, on both sides. Whoever has power, whether it's a big Twitter account or it's, or it's a, a big uh, YouTube account or it's, or it's um, uh, someone in politics or government, they're really, really corrupt. They really are. And they always, the ones that are acting like they're the most truthful person and they have lots of followers are the most corrupt because that's the point, that's the ploy to have. And for me, I, I support President Trump the most because my analysis was, and I, not, all, not only all these things will happen, if President Trump does not go into office, and is not able to take out the Chinese regime and this big tech technocracy, the world's people will be enslaved and then extincted in stages in the next 20 years through famines, conflicts, civil unrest, civil wars, even the disease that I mentioned. So that's uh, that's the, the crux of it. I myself have had the most difficulty, be, and not because of the liberals, but because of uh, the conservatives in power. They, they, they could have put out my information in certain times and amplify globally. But they wouldn't do that because they didn't want to lose their own followers or their own fame. And that's been the major, major issue. It's not just the liberals that have issues. There are people who are in power. Um, so that, that's why where we are today. The country faces this huge dilemma uh, and the hatred between both sides is so huge between liberals and conservatives. I mean, uh, based on the extreme of it, they really hate each other. To a, to a really huge degree. And that hatred from digital can fall into a civil war with, with machine guns, with all, with all kinds of different things. At the moment, they're fighting each other digitally and lawsuits, then try to get somebody arrested with, uh, with an intelligence agency by using certain moves. That's what they've been doing for the past few years on both sides. But, but think about it. Once food supplies come, come down, if there's some issues or even... This election, the conservatives will not let it go because they know that there's, there's a lot of issues. So if those issues are not allowed to be tackled uh, and to be proven um, right or wrong or in the middle, um, then then they're going to rise up. And that's something that liberals need to understand. They can't just keep on trying to fight for power. They fought for power for so much against President Trump, the whole world almost blew up. The pandemic hit. If they weren't ramming down President Trump's throat, um, for for a year, then uh, he would have been able to take out the Chinese communist regime ahead of time, and we wouldn't have had this pandemic issue. Right, man. There's so much you said there that I want to unpack, um, and there's so many agendas that we need to get to to talking to. But one of the things that you said that kind of that caught my attention was that this bioweapon, whatever this. Uh, thing that we're facing, this pandemic, um, is somehow powered by AI. Now, many researchers that I've, I've spoken with think that we're not even close to reaching artificial general intelligence yet, and, and it's not that uh, sophisticated. So how far advanced is our AI, and what is the connection with this, this virus? What our military has is classified. So what you think uh, what we have today is what we have is not really it. These smartphones have been around for decades, the, the, the building structure of them. Um, they're actually, these are weapons not made for normal human beings. 
they're dumbed down in this fashion for us to be used. It's still a weapon this day and age, digitally, right? Digital wars and so on. But an AGI can form within a couple of years. And once an AGI forms, our artificial superintelligence can form within days or months or a couple of years, depending on how the infrastructure is laid uh, on the grid systems um, in a state, a nation, or globally. I don't want to say too much because I don't want to get I give ideas how to build an artificial superintelligence. But once you build an artificial general intelligence, the next step is ASI. And that can be built by the AGI itself. But by that happening, the entire human race can not only fall in sleeping, but be, be extincted. Because imagine AGI with his own wishes. And just like Elon Musk says, if it thinks, if it sees you as a problem or an insect, why wouldn't it want to kill you? Why wouldn't it want to just, you know, destroy the entire human race? Especially when there's all those machines everywhere and robots and drones. Why wouldn't it want to do that? So basically scientists believe that, you know, they can create an AGI, but it's very long, far away. It's not the case. Even Elon said it could, it could be uh, emerging on it anytime soon. I don't think that the military is not working on this. They are. So this this virus that that we're dealing with, um, yeah. you know, there's so many different versions and symptoms, and and some people die from it. The older people die from it. Some people have no symptoms. Um, is this part of the mechanism involved with the artificial intelligence? What I said is that AI was used to compose it, but they mix humans with animals. That was in my book, and it, it, the virus. Don't get me wrong. The liberals are right in this case. But I don't agree with them in lockdown measures. They're completely right. It's extremely deadly. I have said this in the beginning. That being said, their their ways of locking things down and taking your freedoms away is very stupid, idiotic. Because once you do that, you have unrest. You have emotional, just psychological issues. The economy breaks down, and then you cannot contain a virus like this by locking everyone down. It'll break through food supplies. It'll break through animals. 8,000 minks died in, I think it was Utah or Colorado, um, in seven days by them being um, infected. But but what today's scientists don't understand is why is it that uh, some people get affected, like an older person, above 60, and they'll be in the hospital for two weeks, they can't breathe, out, they're on oxygen supply, right? And then some other person will get infected, they don't want to feel it, and they don't even know that they have it. They've had it for two months or something, and they don't even know. I mean, for example, right? And some some other people just it won't even hit them. Well, this is a very sophisticated artificial virus, meaning it was created. So that means it mutates and it and it acts differently with different people. Um, so it, it could be very deadly for some people. It could be nothing for other people. But also, you don't know that the lo- the long term effects of it. It could hit you today and you feel nothing two years from now, then it breaks your, your body down. That's why President Trump took Re- Regeneron. Uh, well, he took it for two reasons, I, I think. One, because they thought his life could be threatened because he was losing oxygen. Secondly, he wanted to get back on a campaign trail. If someone if, uh, that's above 60 or 70 that's gets gets this, could be out for two weeks or four weeks. If he did that, then he then he couldn't... Um, uh, uh, campaigned, right? And if you saw him in his first and, and second um, uh, uh, talk that he gave, well, he had three debates, right? The first two, he, first one, he looked very weak, 
and disoriented. Second one, he was getting there, but still weak. Third one, he was almost there, but not really. Now, today he gave out a speech about uh, censorship. Um, and that itself, he looked much stronger. So I know people um, that I haven't physically seen for a while, but they had they had the CCP virus of COVID-19. Initially had it um, in April. And they said that it was like a cough and like a bad flu and they were down for longer than usual, but they were fine. And then I talked to him on the phone. And I'm like, I think it's still in you because it, it just it's masked itself because like any virus. So why do you, here's a, to give you an example. Um, you know, there's an old saying that people have, uh, don't go out um, when it's cold, you can catch a cold. They'll say this. Or don't, don't, you just broke a sweat when we were doing exercises um, and you took off your shirt. You shouldn't do that. Put your shirt back on because you can catch a cold. Um, well, you can't catch a cold by by being out in the uh, in the wild somewhere, uh, or because it, the temperature got cold. The fact is that 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 bacteria, the virus, always stays in you the day you get it. And when you go to the cold, and your and your body, uh, the heat loses uh, your body loses heat, and maybe your immune system weakens that virus can start replicating inside you. That's why the flu hits you again and again for your entire life. This is a known fact for scientists going back two decades. So with this virus, because it's un unknown, the, the end result is unknown. So it could hit this person later on. As soon as I said on the phone to him, he consciously, like, he felt fear. As soon as he had fear, he started coughing. And he hadn't coughed in months. So it's like, that means your mind can affect even your body, but he realized still inside of him. So what's the point? Regeneron uh, had mouse particles that President Trump took. Nanotechnology is um, the RNA uh, technology you want to use to rewrite um, rewrite not only your DNA, but kind of mask this, this virus. If they're using nanotechnology, or they want to use that, that tells you that there is no cure for this virus, that they want to mask it. But again, here's two perspectives. The liberals uh, on the left are like mouths. I want to hide in their homes and it's so deadly. And the conservatives on the right are like, this is nothing. It's just a cough and 1% die from it. Da, 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 da. Both are kind of extreme. Somewhere in the middle, in my opinion, is, is the right path. But that being said, I don't agree with this tyranny because once you um, trace people and track people and, and, and code them, and then you give the power to mayors and governors, it supersedes the Constitution of the United States, which is the most most um, freedom-loving, powerful document going back to two millennia. And if once you do that, then you hook up the digital infrastructure, and you only have your social media of Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, and YouTube, and so on. And then you have um, your digital cash currency, so everything is digital cash. Then, then the next layer, uh, you have robots come in, and you have drones come in. Well. <laughs> Who's going to be controlling your life? It won't be the mayors. One mayor will say something and then a computer or someone will put something in a computer and then you're taken out of your home or something. Or you can't go walk over here, walk over there. And once it becomes inner artificial general intelligence, forget the mayor. The decisions are on the 5G and 6G networks are so fast that it supersedes the Constitution, it supersedes the news or anything like that. That's, that's the danger of, of this global reset. Uh, that they want to do, that it will enslave everybody. So no matter how deadly it is, you shouldn't do stuff like this. You shouldn't do the te technocratic um, uh, tyranny, as I call it.
Well, yeah, that's something I actually want to address, too. You keep saying, you know, the liberals versus the Democrats, but this seems like a much more global agenda. And uh, to me, there, there, there seems to be other factions pulling strings. Um, you know, I've never um, I've never been a uh, I've been more apolitical than anything because I, I don't have a trust in politicians. I think that most of them have been bought and sold by corporate interests uh, throughout the years. So um, this does seem to be more of a global agenda with other interests involved. And in your even in your book, you mentioned China. So where does China fall in and what are what are the other interests involved and what are we really looking at here? It's not just Democrats versus Republicans. No, they're, they're just um, unfortunately a, a byproduct of the game and they really don't understand the big picture. And they keep on fighting each other. Um, China is the biggest threat because they're they have strategy going back to the Qing dynasty, 2,300 years, art of war and so on. Then they have the communist structure, which is um, to give one pull barrel, the control of, over all of humanity or under its, under its reign, under its domain, right? It's kind of like a, lord, a, a lordship of, of nine lordships in a sense. You have like nine kings sitting there and the big king and decide everything off with his head. That's how communism is. It's a dictatorship. Uh, but they also... Uh, there is a jungle for the Chinese, 1.5 billion people. They all fought for land and food and, and apartments and housing and, and, and so many different um, fame. This is what they're used to. So you take the strategy that's ingrained in the Chinese people for 2,300 years genetically. Then you take the, the emotional historical teaching that they had, Confucianism and, and so many different things. And then what they read uh, in all the history. Then you, you take out the, the experiences they've had the past 60, 70 years with the Cultural Revolution, the famines that they've had, even eating each other's children. You can look that up. They literally would trade each other's children. That mindset is an average Chinese person. A lot of most people who work for my company are actually Chinese. Um, and I've, I have over a thousand phone numbers that are Chinese. But the most clever, um, diabolical um, people I've ever met that can out outdo and outsmart the best of FBI agents are Chinese. And from communist China, I don't mean Chinese from Taiwan. Taiwanese are different. They're, they grew up in a democracy. But what I'm trying to say is that the communist mentality um, is what in, ingrains their thinking. So you have that thinking. And then the people who are sent here to work for Bill Gates or, or our big tech companies, they're the byproducts, they're the children or the family members of these communist dictators who are involved in concentration camps, organ harvesting, quarantining of people for the past 20 years. Uh, found off practitioners, the meditators, the Tibetans, Uyghurs, the Christians, half the people don't like, and then the, the average citizen are not even religious, right? So imagine that this is how they think when they come here and they attach themselves to the liberal elite. The liberal elite hate the cons conservative Christians and so on. And because, you know, they have some faults too, and I've seen it. So when they do that, and they'll go, oh, look, race, oh, gender issues. And, the, and then what they'll do is attach to these two issues that the liberals uh, are concerned about. When they do that, they gain the trust of the liberal people uh, in our big tech companies. And then behind them are the corporations that controls their, their directives. Behind that is the Communist Party that actually owns these corporations, the Chinese corporations that link up with our Chinese people in this country or the Chinese people who relate to 
are American or Canadian or European people. Thus, through social engineering or influence, they emotionally attach and completely manipulate the American people and our big tech companies and create um, conflicts between the two peoples. So, I mean, and you know, the corrupt thing that I that I had to witness myself is on both sides, right? They both sides censor, and both sides you have the Judeo Christian side on one side fighting and and saying God and Jesus and Q, and you had the other side saying, um, you know, uh, big tech, um, um, science, and blah, 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 blah. they hate each other, and they both lie and cheat and steal and censor. And I've been on the conservative sides, and almost every major one is a thief. And they always use the Bible slogans to jump on Twitter, and they they censor it like crazy. So, and they always say, "Oh, these guys are bad." So, and they are. Both sides are bad. So it's like, and the Chinese see this, and they're like, "This is the best um, best uh, ingredient that they have." They pit them together when the plague comes in, once you pit them together, AI system comes in, becomes global. Then they go to Charles Schwab and, and Davos and like, oh yeah, and they, they, they speak with respect. They, they present themselves in a nice way because they're introverted. They, they seem classy, dress classy. They, they give compliments even for 10 years straight, but they're nationalistic at the core. President Trump says American first. Chinese say, oh no, we want to be globalist. They're liars. They want to be China controlling everything, and they're communists. So, but by virtue of that, once once someone like Trump, if he disappears, someone other people are weak because they're naive. Uh, the the progressive liberal side they have a lot of positive sides as well, but the, the most negative side that they have is their naivetes. They want to be kind and uh, accept diversity of everybody and treat everyone equally, but they don't understand. The hatred that they have for the Judeo Christians because of they were bullies in the past, the Chinese are a hundred times worse than that. They put people in camps, but they need to get theirs in their head that they they really can't be attacking the, the conservatives and the Judeo Christians like the way they are because it's like they're being pitted against each other. The, their enemy is really the Chinese Communist regime. That's where this pandemic came from. That this is where the the um, everything was spawned from. So why is everyone attacking President Trump and attacking each other when they when they don't see that there's the Chinese Communist Party and the military behind it? So that's my take. Both sides are really corrupt. They need to stop it immediately. Don't, it could turn to a civil war. One thing that was very obviously uh, obvious to me throughout the Trump presidency was how much the other side hated him, was trying to get, in, get him out of office. And now right. we saw what happened with the election. Do you think that he has any chance with these lawsuits or anything that he's doing to, to make a difference, to turn things around? Yes. Um, you know, I kind of backed off um, in the late October because I was tired of this shenanigans on the conservative sides. So I, maybe I shouldn't have, but I backed off in a big way. Um, but he can't. But that requires the people on the conservative side to really help him and even someone on the liberal side to really understand it and help him. And, and that hasn't come through. You know, a lot of things that were happening with this, with this election, they're censoring news or allegations that there, that there could be or there is fraud. By virtue of that, you, 
whoever is doing that, whether it's an employee sitting behind a big tech company or the corporation itself or their CEOs, they're falling under not only their territory, but they're, they're actually um, committing obstruction of justice for investigations at the federal level, state level for fraud. That means any employee who's censoring information like this, even if they're told not to do this kind of stuff, they're actually breaking the law and they could be charged with felony crimes. Then you have the, this, the second layer of it, which is people can file civil law- lawsuits against the election officials, the big tech company CEOs, big tech employees, whoever censors this, because this is going against the U.S. Constitution. Now, I came to this country because of the U.S. Constitution. That, that helped me come to this country when I was a little kid. I live in Iran. I live in China. I've been in five ma- major continents. And there's nothing like the United States of America in terms of its freedoms. There's nothing, or at least up until a few years ago. Nothing. To, and that, that stems from this constitution. And this is what the, what the liberals don't understand. They don't understand these things. Now, we just uh, heard today that uh, the UK had approved some new vaccinations. And uh, you know that this is the next agenda that they're going to start pushing. Um, what do you think is going to be the biggest I guess, concern with the vaccinations? Um, and is it linked to this big tech rollout that we've been discussing? Well, um, it is. Well, if you, if you actually read my book and, and look at it, you'll see that I have pictures of injections and, 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 and digital tattoos, all kinds of different things coming in, right? So it was ahead of time. I knew that a virus would hit out then it was. Then it would go to this and this, and then robots are coming. Then you have digital tattoos, and and you have injections and so on. This this is going to be ran globally, and this is also not only just approved approved by the the Democratic side and also by the the liberal side and the tech side, which a lot of people don't like. It's been also approved by the Trump administration. The Trump administration has approved uh, three vac three vaccines, maybe even four vaccines. What does that tell you? Um, well. Moderna is one of them. Then there's another one. There's actually all three vaccines, not excluding Bill Gates vaccines. All of them have uh, qualities that alter your DNA. That means makes you no longer human. So it's like, you could think of it. It's like, this was, this was an agenda that was put in place before things happened. Like it was going to happen by itself. How did I discover it? Right. But this is not an agenda that Bill Gates was sitting behind. Okay. The virus will come out and this is what I'll do. This is what the conservatives don't understand. These guys aren't sitting behind computers like Dr. Jekyll and Hyde and mastermind stuff to release the virus. The Chinese government may have, that's why I think they did that actually, but not our big tech guys. They, they find it kind of stupid. Um, but these things came together at the perfect time from a cause and effect. I did a movie called um, AI, The Plan to Invade Humanity, which is a UFO movie. And it also tied this in, that, that nothing happens by chance. Everything that's happening today is not only a cause and effect, but also there is maybe a metaphysical spiritual component that, that's maybe hard to grasp. Um, for some people. So I don't really get deep into that. I stay with the geopolitical, technological. If you want to watch the movie, go ahead. It's on my website, AI, the plan to invade humanity. It incorporates UFOs because I said all the technology actually originates from UFOs that are military industrial complex 
hid from the public. And I'm sure my audience uh, would be very uh, into that and appreciative of that because uh, I cover you know not only topics like this, but ufology and everything else. And yeah. I do want to ask a little bit about that later. Uh, but before we get into that, the um, the when it comes to what we're going to see in the next few years, it seems like uh, if Trump can do anything, these lawsuits will just be in litigation for years. And Biden will most likely end up being our president. And it seems like just a fast track to these uh, big tech companies just taking over everything, uh, crashing of the economy, and it seems like an inevitable uh, lockdown part two that has already started to kind of surface. Uh, what are your thoughts on that? Well, that's if he gets in office, okay? And these lawsuits are not just meant to be lawsuits. They're meant to not allow him to come into office because he didn't win the legal vote, according to President Trump and his team. And they found so many different, you know, I don't want to go through the whole list, but, you know, of late ballots, uh, not authorized by signature, didn't watch them properly. Um, there were, uh, you know, te technological aspects that are, go back to China. And, you know, even information was on China. There was uh, internet that was breached. There was laptops that had China made, made China products. All these things are actually against uh, the rules. And um, so when you have that, if, if this happened on the other side, the liberals would be really angry and they would they would utilize their entire media and say, oh, this is a fraudulent election. That's what they would do. So it's like, um, but to answer your question with, with Biden, you know, he's old. He's, he's very, I don't mean he's just old in age. He's old. You can tell as in he doesn't have much life left into him. Um, it's like he has to be given drugs to even function. So that means you're not voting for Biden. You're voting for Pamela Harris and the team around him, um, everyone that's in there, and the whole Obama old clique. That's what you're voting for. And these people all have, most of them have money connections with China. So that means China can take over. And these guys, all of them are naive. Obama is a very naive person. Um at the beginning, he was right, and he—he he was, you know, I'll give you a very interesting. The, he was put there, but not of his own choice. He was groomed in his position because the George Bush era, people wanted to bring uh, um, biblical prophecy. They wanted to attack Iran, hit Babylon, and God and Jesus will show up. This is how the country was, and this was the, the, the actual leadership. George Bush was thinking this, and so was a bunch of people around him. Well. We've gone 17 years, a million lives died, thousands of Iraqis, we lost a trillion dollars, and, and the cause and effect of it is here. And it didn't bring, you know, the end of the world, uh, didn't bring in the coming of Christ and so on. That's what they wanted to do. So they messed up so bad that they had to, they had to calm down race relations. They had racial issues that were going to come in a big way. So they chose a candidate. They chose... Um, Obama. It wasn't just a political choice. Even tech companies from Google, they chose him as well. For instance, um, uh, Eric Schmidt, who built the surveillance system in China, he helped. Uh, surveillance system to quarantine um, and hunt and people and so on. So um, think about it. You're putting this entire clique of people, as they call it, the deep state. But if it wasn't them, it would be somebody else. This comes back to my, it's the human nature, right? I've been on Twitter for every year and the purpose of me coming to Twitter was saying, hey, I'm Cyrus Parson, I've, I've investigated this company, the world's in danger, everyone's in danger of being enslaved, your lives are in danger, 
and um, China's in danger. Everybody is a big virus coming. And then you're going to have lockdowns, robots, and machines, and you'll be enslaved. Please give me some tweets and put me on uh, media. Nobody put me on. I thought I was crazy. Then, then when I ran my uh, lawsuit in December, it reached everywhere. But guess what the conservatives did to me behind the scenes? And it was the Q movements because they were so jealous. The big ones that were getting millions of uh, impressions. The in, what in the chat rooms? People wanted to retweet me. I have evidence of this. They sent, oh, he's an Iranian with the FBI. Oh, Matrix. They made these, they made these claims. And then three months went by because I had lost it right there before it would hit. Well, four months went by. Then a few Q accounts came to me and gave me interviews and conservative accounts. And then they're like, okay, we thought you were crazy and you're a genius. Why don't we uh, serve your subpoenas? I'm like, no, it's too late. It'll cause a civil war. But the, everything I was right about, one, I mean, it wasn't just one. It was like 100 things, right? My information, like if you look at my lawsuit, every person on digital uh, media that was attacked, it matched exactly my lawsuit. So either they copied my stuff or it, it penetrated their brains or I knew what was going to happen exactly. It was a combination of everything, I think. But at any time, they could have gave me 10,000 tweets or 100,000 tweets. Like they were giving about popcorn, bullshit. And, and, and they never, they chose, even the people who are at the top, they, they DM me, Cyrus, they'll never retweet you. They don't want to lose their followers to you. This I have it. And a lot of them actually got their accounts deleted. So this tells you, and they always would throw out Jesus and 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 uh, and Bible quotes. But behind the scenes, uh, they were just there to make money or fame or saying, Q, we are the news. And and this is what they did. So it's like, I could have just put this information out there and showed the proof and it would have given the liberal army a, a huge weapon. And I didn't do it. But the entire time, I'm, I'm asking, hey, the world's in danger. And each time there would be a big effect on, uh, on people. I use my AI algorithms and I bring in uh, forth information that if used at that exact time, it would affect the world in such a great way. So for example, I put out the Biden sex tapes. I'm the first, I put out the knowledge of it on July um, 18, 2020. I'm the only one on the planet did that. Not just the books and the lawsuit and so many, and the UFO stuff. When I did that, I had 30,000 followers within two days come, uh, come to my account. Another 60,000 followers that dropped within two days. So it was 90,000 followers within two days. Um, Twitter just dropped them. Then um, the, the, where are these sex states? How do you know about them, right? If you, you look at that, that tweet, and I don't know if you, you've seen it before, but I say, uh, I request bar and I CC the FBI. Um, so, but I got 4,000 retweets, the biggest I ever had. Uh, or 6,000 by General Flynn's brother and 5,000 by myself. But afterwards, the same people came and they were telling me, Cyrus, you did tell, even General Flynn's family tell me, I've been told not to retweet you because then tell me why. <laughs> I'm like, okay. So it's like, and then right before the election starts, you know, I, I come out and say, if you just run this, these two videos, it'll hand the election to President Trump. And if not, you're going to have huge problems. They would not press like or retweet me. And they could have got me 20,000, 100,000. They're killing their own selves, their own families, and, and you guys. And these are conservatives who are in power. So I'm saying they're freaking 10 times more evil than liberals because they're saying they're with God and they use Bible quotes. Or the Buddhists are doing the same thing as well, not just to. So that's what I'm saying. It's like the human race is so corrupt. 
And the most corrupt ones are the ones that are saying they're true, true in paper. That's I've I had enough of it in a sense. I backed off right before uh, the election started. I just did a few tweets here and there. Even President Trump's people came to me and offered me a, quite a bit of uh, funds and different things to help them. And I didn't want to help because I, I didn't want to be involved with this left and right too anymore because it's just both sides are so corrupt. Uh, I, I just support President Trump. So here's the issue. I found extinction codes for the majority of human race in stages. Extinction means a lot of people are going to die. And it's going to be famine, it's going to be civil wars, it's going to be wars, all kinds of different things. It's bullying. And you can see it. People believe me when the lockdown originally happened. Then when they kind of got free, I thought it was okay. But now you look at the election. Um, you know, if it's not enslavement, there could be a civil war. It's not that, so it's other things. So 7.5 billion people on the planet, it's a lot. So at this point, the people who need to be in charge anywhere, it needs to be people who are not only good hearts, but extremely wise and smart and competent and with a good track record. And that's, that's the issue. So yeah, I'm that's, being very frank on your show. No, that's, that's exactly what I want to talk about now because you mentioned the infighting uh, between these liberals and, and the conservatives and how you know, it's, you're not going to get anywhere with the views of any of them. Uh, but there's this mass awakening amongst the populace going on at the same time that this is all happening. Uh, they're seeing through the corruption on both sides. I'm just wondering, do you think that this could be a, a catalyst for, uh, you know, you mentioned civil war, an uprising, you know, do the American people have it in them to stand up against their own government like we should? They do, but here's a problem. Our government is corrupt because the people are corrupt. You know, Iran, I'm from Iran. For 40 years, they've been saying the government's corrupt when the Islamic government took over, right? And yeah, it got, it got really corrupt. But before that, they were saying the Shah was corrupt. And Shah was like President Trump. He was a capitalist and he was like almost a monarchist, but he was going to rebuild the entire country. And the same movements you see right now burning the streets and complaining, they did that. And it was the liberal, progressive uh, people, students everywhere. Once they did that, um, Iran became what it is today. Everyone's in misery. They want the Shah back. Okay. So, but the point is, I, I'm, I'm Iranian from birth and I speak the language fluently, but I consider myself human first, American second, Iranian somewhere down the line. And I know a lot of Iranians, but their government's corrupt because the people are corrupt. The Chinese Communist Party is corrupt because their people are corrupt. Our government is corrupt because our people are corrupt. Uh, and if someone's being uh, upset because I'm sharing the truth, it's true. Um, you know, may maybe the, per the percentage in America for corruption is a lot less than maybe China and other places. But why is it that always that, you know, if it's not a king that's ruling, but it's a government body, if the government body has so many corrupt people, where all these corrupt people uh, come from? How they get there? You know, so if then it's oh, it's just by chance. Then why is it that so many people cheat on each other's wives and husbands? Is, is that not corruptions? Why is somebody taking advantage of somebody when they sell them a car or they 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 buy the land? Why is it somebody uh, break someone's heart? You know, uh, why why be rude and mean and cruel to another person because you're having a bad day? So this this tells you the people are corrupt. That's the issue. The people are corrupt, and that's why the world is what it is. If the people were like Cinderella's, uh, if that movie Cinderella, if you've seen it from 1940s and 50s, if they were like the prince and that girl, 
then the world wouldn't be like the it is today. There's definite levels of corruption. It seems like, you know, the the higher you get, uh, the more power you have, more wealth, uh, the more corrupt t- people tend to be, the more psychopathic, especially, yeah. especially if they're bred into these elite families. Um, but I think that if, you know, I don't think that everyone is necessarily corrupt or evil. I think that most people are good natured uh, to begin with, but there are a lot uh, that are just going along with the agendas that don't mind, that don't mind these things going on, you know, that's complicity. You know, my, one of my favorite movies, Lord of the Rings, Um, the first one, second and third one, but the concept is going back to the, uh, to even the Persian times, the story comes from the Persian stories and Turkish stories. Um, actually, it's more Persian because a lot of the words, names of the figures are actually Persian names. And the concept is the, the ring that to rule them all. But that ring, once you become come near it, it engulfs your power and pride. And you can't let it go. So this is a human trait since the beginning of time. It's either you're jealous or you're, you're ignorant or, or you have power or you get fooled by somebody. So are you more guilty because you're the one who has been corrupted by power or you got there by power or you're guilty because you are complicit? So here's the thing. The people, it was just a few people in the Q community that censored me and, and did what they did to hurt the entire nation, entire world. But all the major followers that have big accounts, they followed him then, right? I'm giving an example. Then you have the liberals and you have the even every media outlet knows me from Fox News, from so many different ones, right? And why is it that everybody follows? That's the point. If you follow a bad deed or you cover up a crime for other people, not only are you complicit, you're, you're as bad as them. That, that's the issue. And if you if you preach God and, and truth and you're using these words to bring followers and you cover up stuff or you're corrupt, you're worse than these liberals because at least at least they're atheists and they're communists and they say they are and they say they're they're following an evil agenda or whatever it may be, right? But if you're conservatives, and this is this is the issue. These liberals became the way they are, and some of them become so crazy because conservatives who were in power. They preached gospels or religion, and they broke people's hearts or took advantage of them. Uh, give an example, the Catholic priests and bishops. How many little boys were raped? How, what did I do to the Catholic church? And then when you go to uh, Christian churches, how many of them uh, cheated on each other's wives or took stuff or took money and, and did bribery? So what does that bring to the, uh, the concept of faith to people? When you do that, people don't believe in God anymore. And then, then they, they hate religion and they go straight to science, which is a path, but it's, it's, it's a limited path, meaning it's just it's a path based on machines and technology and numbers. And that obviously seems like a, a very um, prominent agenda in China is the elimination of spiritual practices for, you know, for a lot of the culture, right? Yeah, China has, you know, thousands of years of spiritual practice. So they have what you would call Kundalini today in Indian in yoga. They have Qigong practices going back three, 4,000 years. One of them is the Falun Dafa practice. They believe in Jin Shan, Ren, truth, compassion for parents. And then there is a Tibetan practice. There's other schools. And then they have Christianity as well and Zoroastrianism. In the Eastern practices, such as Falun Dafa and other ones, um, they have the concept of a mind-body practice, which means... You can attain sainthood like the Catholics did, disciples of Catholics or disciples of Jesus or a Christ body. 
Christ consciousness, why you have a physical body means you can open up all your 10,000 energy channels in your body and you can transform yourself. You can open your pineal gland and so on, right? Um, they, the Chinese Communist Party suppressed every religion and every spiritual practice and replaced um, abilities or technology that you would have innate in your body based on your levels of, of enlightenment or awakening or consciousness with machines. This is what they thought. So, and in this country, it's very, very similar as well. Like a lot of the things that we have technology today, 20 years ago, scientists would say it was gibberish. It, it wouldn't happen. But now they, they, they happen left and right. So even conservative um, uh, Christians or uh, or Muslims or whatever it may be, they would say that's impossible um, or they would say it was witchcraft. But now today they spread it like it's wildfire themselves. So that's the point. Um, it the, the issue is a human issue. I think if vices go, go away, like lust, ego, pride, jealousy, ignorance, emotion, negative emotion. If these things go away in pride, then then the human race would think rationally and they would be selfless and they would solve issues, uh, whether it's liberal, conservative, progressive, or right-wing or left-wing, whatever maybe. But because they have these innate qualities in them, the ring of fire comes to them. The ring of fire. And, and it can engulf the whole human race. We're at a boiling point right now. If Trump falls, if President Trump falls and the conservatives don't do anything about it, it's massive world enslavement unless someone more powerful than Trump rises up. It, it's guaranteed. It, it's either God steps in or someone as more powerful than Trump. Those two. If not, it's mass world enslavement. If he doesn't fall, well, that depends on the conservatives. They can do two things. They can take uh, the, the nice way and, and see what happens. Uh, but if it doesn't, nice way doesn't happen, a lot of them are thinking the old constitutional way, which is not only their right, but it's the, it's 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 spelled out in the constitution uh, in this country what to do if, if, if your country is being subverted and, and treason is happening. And if they were going to do that, they would do it before Trump came out of power, not after, because what Biden and, and those people would do was they would stick the military on people. They, they would not take it easy. If, if, if conservatives were acting like BLM, they would send in uh, um, the military machine guns and take them out. But under Trump, if that was done, then uh, Trump wouldn't do that. You know, he would send the police in like the BLM, but he wouldn't go out, uh, killing these constitutionalists. So that's the issue. It, it's uh, either they're going to stand up in time or, um, or the left will say, okay, you know what? We're wrong. Uh, we want to see the investigate. We want to see if there was actual fraud. Because yeah. we don't want a war. Uh, or three, they'll be enslaved. One of those three. Yeah, we definitely live in such interesting times. There's so much going on. One more thing I want to touch on before I let you go tonight is the UFO phenomenon. I mean, in the midst of all this, we've had sprinklings in the mainstream news of, of course, the Tic Tac UFO, uh, the Pentagon releasing information about exotic off-planet materials. Um, so what do you think is going on there? Are we being prepped for something? Are they integrating this Space Force thing into this? Uh, why the talk of ufos now in the mainstream media so i coded ufos in this book a lot actually i recommend go to amazon you can you can get a paperback version watch the movie air the planet invade humanity 
I tweeted at President Trump and the Pentagon CIA FBI three days before the, they released their files on UFOs. So that spawned it actually. And because there were there was UFOs flying around at that time as well. And the, the CIA was was afraid. They were like, what's going on? Um, here's the thing. My understanding and my research and also the files that was shown in 2003 on uh, showing me alien figures inside spacecrafts. And this guy had an observatory 40, 40 years, four decades. The military industrial complex, meaning our military and our secret uh, programs, they did come in contact with spacecraft and alien figures going back 67 years. And, and they had smartphones and IOTs and, and um, spacecrafts that they would put stuff in their foreheads and these little aliens and they, and they can fly while touching them. That's why in the 1980s and 90s, even uh, our, our Air Force start using certain technology they put on their foreheads to be able to fly the air, uh, fighter jets. So where does this all come from? Well, DARPA spawned the internet and internet spawned all these social media companies and, and these smartphones. So it's like it puts you in a hive mind. And then you fall into a hive mind with virtual augmented mixed reality at home. Then you get tagged with nanotechnology. After that happens, you... Um, you become uh, transhumanists, then UFOs, aliens, can take over your body at some point. Because here's the thing, I believe in also ancient fates and also the relics going around the planet shows enslavement of humanity by alien forces. It's in the relics, in the statues of all the world. It's also in the, it's, it's in the Old Testament, it's in the Bible, it's in the book, book of Anarchs, it's in the Zoroastrian faith, it's in the old Greek uh, uh, references, even in Homer and the Iliad. It's in the Bhagavad Gita in India. It's in Chinese writings. It's in the, even the modern John Fallon, uh, Fallon Dava book. It references that. So and this goes back to Eastern 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 thought that my theory is AI will to invade humanity that once this um, virus hits, then they put everybody, in, they tag everybody like cattle and digitally tag everybody. At some point they can invade physically or at some point, they can take out your souls because the human body has a soul. Every person has a soul or a digital image. But scientists today, the left brain people, they don't believe in these things. They're progressives. They don't believe in unless their machine tells their brains to believe. They're hardwiring this that way. Kind of like how a conservative right wing person, this is the only way God shows his teaching and that's it. And they'll believe anything else. The left has that way. They're both stubborn, but they're both making a judgment on God. That's the issue. So the universe, trillions of universes, who knows what's beyond the black hole? Who can judge what God cares to have here or there? I mean, I could never judge and say God did this or God that, that God wants this. I could never judge that. I mean, it'd be blasphemy. How could someone know what, what the being that creates trillions of parallel universes could do? It's, not, it's like I'm nothing. So I could never comment on, on that at a grand scale. So that, that that's the major issue. At some point, when when you mix the artificial intelligence, that that alien can come into your body and your soul can be taken out. If it's not that, then it, they can implant their consciousness into machines or into um, into clones. Clones are the easiest way. When you when you make a clone of a human being, it is not ordained a spirit or soul or a digital image that comes from. Uh, the incarnation paths of, of God or, or the, the cycles that come in. 
So that's why I put in that the video, AI, the plan of humanity, that the Catholics had, had a path that you die and you go to purgatory. And then after purgatory, if you could purify yourself, you get bumped up, you get a light body, which is a God body or angelic body. And the Buddhists and the followed off of the same thing is you work on your light body here through, through purification and you can, you can, you can transform your astral body. Once you do that, once you die, you don't have to go to purgatory. You just fly there with you. The Christians, the, before 3rd century AD, there were some gospels that was taken out based on my research. The Pope took them out. And the, and the Vatican has a lot of stuff, by the way. So these teachings were not passed out. Even the Bible says more than half is untold. So that's the issue. And these UFOs, when they come here and see our human bodies and the human brains, it's the most powerful thing in the universe. So they, they want to be able to take, get inside these human bodies and be able to alter DNA to live forever and do all kinds of different stuff. But for them, it's weird because we don't tap into most of our brain power. Hence, companies such as um, Google, places like DARPA, they're trying to um, map out your human brain, like DeepMind AI, to create an artificial general super intelligence off your brain. Why? Because you're made in the image of the creator, made in the image of God, as foretold in all the ancient books, not just the Bible, everything else. So if it's told there and then modern scientists are confirming that for you saying, well, you're just a supercomputer. We want to create an artificial super intelligence based on the human brain and the data gathered by the myometrics of everyone on the planet. What does that tell you? That means the most special thing in the, in the universe, at least on this planet, is the human race. It is the human body and the human brain and the human spirit. It is the most special thing that exists. Yet, people don't realize how special it is and don't know how to uh, harness that. And I said, yes, there is a UFO agenda. Our military knows complex knows about it. And and according to Eisenhower, in a, a certain time, a bunch of spaceships, uh, people relate to Eisenhower, okay, landed here and then they exchanged technologies. I can't confirm that, but I can confirm the images I saw. Uh, over 10 of the images showed me what the UFOs look like. Some look like gray ET, some look like reptilians, some look like holograms. And they were in spacecrafts. And this is the year 2003 I saw them. So why wouldn't the trillions of universes, other beings exist? Why wouldn't God? And also, well, God wouldn't allow that. Well, if God allows all these wars going on the past 2,000 years and all these rapes and killings, and extinctions that the world that Noah's flood was true, why wouldn't he allow aliens to take over if, if human beings' morality, ethics are no longer the standard of human being? That's why I said there's corruption on both sides. So we really need to increase our morality or ethics back to where it was in really in the 1940s, because socialism and communism came in and penetrated Hollywood, it penetrated uh, big tech companies, our corporation and our education systems. So the conservatives are today, if conservatives in the 1940s came, they would consider them as communists. They really would. And that, that's, that, that's the problem. And the liberals, and communists today, liberals that we look at, you know, that's why conservatives are like, those, are, those guys are demons. <laughs> you know, it's like the, the pendulum shifts so much. It's like, you get what I'm saying, right? It's, it, yeah, it's when it degenerates, you think that great um, is good now. And then good is okay, and then and okay is bad, and it, that's how it happens. And then it's like, well, bad is good, <laughs> you know. It, 
so many levels fall down. So we really have to go back. Like in ancient times, if you said your word, that I'm going to do something, and you gave your word to somebody, a promise, if you broke that, you would lose your head. Like literally you would actually offer your head because that was an honor system a thousand years ago, 2000 years ago. I don't mean the raping, uh, uh, pillaging armies from Mongolians, but people had chivalry. They had a, a, an honor system. They were so honorable. And it's not what movies show today that are always rapes and killing and murders. It wasn't like that. Um, it, of course, there was history, right? But there was an honor system. But it doesn't exist today. It was. So I, I apologize. I gave too much of a, 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 a venting. But, I, you know. No, that if, was great. If, if shit wasn't bad, then <laughs> you wouldn't need to clean up shit. That, that's the issue. So, yeah, it is. <laughs> You know, what you said about um, the the ET agenda, when you look back at ancient texts and the accounts of abductees, contactees, uh, things of that nature, it, it does kind of put it into to perspective that if it is true that we do have this off-planet agenda, that uh, there are ETs kind of pulling the strings or do even doing experiments on us um, that it would it would kind of bring together a lot of these abduction accounts and why there are hybrid programs and, and accounts like this, uh, because if these entities were uh, experimenting with, with us, you know, and, and if we are that special, why wouldn't they be, you know, if we are that special, like you just mentioned? Yes. So that means uh, regardless of the criticism I made, you're very, very special. <laughs> that I think the human race is very special. It's just not doing what it should be. It should be much, much better. Right. Um, you know that that's 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 the issue, and um, it, it, it's it's a I I didn't create social media for no reason. You know, if any any person with half a brain, if they saw Cyrus Parsec of the AI organization publish those three books in a matter of sixty days. With the lawsuit, all with matter of literally four months and saying, world's in danger, China, big tech, enslaving world lockdown, virus, mixing humans, animals, civil unrest, all in writing. And they created a social media. How did one person know that? Yeah. And no, there was no way on the planet did that. Nobody. Well, you have, you have very fantastic information uh, before you head out for everyone that wants to find out more. Uh, you have the AIorganization.com. Uh, where else can they find out more information about you, social media, et cetera? You know, my Twitter is C-Y-R-U-S-A-P-A-R-S-A-1. And I need retweets and likes. Instagram, the same way. And, you know, I kind of almost gave up. I was like, you know, I, I want to give up on this battle because I don't want to hurt the liberals. At the same time, I've been supporting the conservatives the entire time, but they're stealing plagiarizing from me, the, one, the big accounts, right? So I'm like, and the small ones just follow them. And they're retweeting people who are saying their truth, but and they don't censor, but they're the biggest censors. So I'm almost one want to take these guys out, but if I took these guys out, it would take out the majority of conservatives in power, so, and then the liberals will win. So I'm like, I stayed back. I was waiting until after election, just give a big smack. But, you know, that's the issue. I want to help both sides, but the conservatives are right on this, at least. And matter, I gave a bunch of criticism. They're right in, in three categories. Surveillance, enslavement is one. Two, subvert in constitution you don't do that and three at least they got the china stuff right right at least they're getting that now i've been saying it for so long so the, the liberals sorry they, they don't have that concept that's why i'm with them on the right you know and they're very lax on 
and some other things. They're so lax on uh, human sex trafficking and even the exploitation of children. They don't speak out against these things. You don't see that. They, they, they actually only, encourage some of this stuff. It's actually their brain chemistry. It's, and the fault of it comes from the conservatives. When they see religions and faith like this, they get turned away. I myself almost got turned away from the conservative movement because they're all, but there's so many crooks involved and they're always saying, you know, uh, God, country, nation, but they're so corrupt. Almost all of them, all the major um, uh, um, from not just Fox, but all the major big Twitter accounts and all the major uh, podcasters are so corrupt and they've been there for a long time. So, and in the liberal side is same issue, power corrupts. So yeah, if you want to follow me, like and retweet and and um, share my AI the Pine Invade Humanity video, CCP Virus Gate. This is the thing: people are programmed not to read books. So five thousand books. This book could have like literally. Well, President Trump got it right, but then people around him were like, what "The hell is he talking about? It? Mixing AI and humans and animals and TikTok and, and you know uh, Huawei and Google DeepMind and <laughs> now they're like, okay, fucking guys." Had it, had it right. So excuse my language, but I'm a little bit pissed. Oh, so, yeah, like, no worries at all. You, you can got any advice for me? You Should I go up on, on Twitter and just hit all the conservatives? <laughs> <laughs> like, <what's that? laughs> I think I think getting the message out there is a good start there. Cyrus, I want to thank you so much again for coming on. And there's much more we could talk about. So you, you'll have to come back on in the future. Thanks for the invite. Sorry, I have to take this on your channel to give us up uppercuts, but they need it. They have to understand if you say God, 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 and you follow this faith, if you're corrupt and you lie and you plagiarize and do different things, God will never support you. And this will happen to your election. God will destroy your country because you cannot you cannot raise a flag of freedom and constitution and and say you're with God and Jesus when you lie and cheat or you allow other people to fool you. That's the thing. You, I can't say God likes or dislikes something, but I'll actually say if you're doing that, do you really think you'd be supported? Why Why did the Christians lo lose um, Jerusalem? If God really wanted it, wouldn't he help them? Maybe there weren't as, uh, maybe there were there was a lot of in invasion they did. Maybe they did a lot of bad things. Why couldn't they take Jerusalem? Why did the Muslims win? Did anyone ever think about that? Why did, why did uh, Constantinople fall? What was wrong with the people who were Christians at that time? So what was what's wrong with the people who have faith today? Why is the country? Why are they always in the defensive? Why do they always have to fight? We fight back. Why do you have to fight back? If you're righteous and good, that means you penetrate an energy that the liberals wouldn't even want to fight you, hurt you. They, they just would, would want to. They would gravitate you. But then the thing is, oh, they're demons. Why they become demons in the first place? Why do they hate you so much? That's that's the message that conservatives to get in their head. Why are they like that? And now it's too late. Oh, let me be friends with you and let, like me. No, they've already been programmed for freaking 40, 50 years to love science and technology the way they are and hate conservatives. Something big is going to happen. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, it may not be pretty on both sides. So uh, Definitely something big. I can agree with you on that <laughs> okay. one. All right, Cyrus, you have an excellent night. We'll talk again soon. Bye-bye.